Hi, and welcome back to On the Shelf. Today, we have a very special episode that we cannot wait to share with you all today. We are talking all about Legendborn by Trace Dion. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to On the Shelf. This is not an author interview. We've been doing a lot of those lately, and we also haven't done an episode like this in quite a while, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, Today, we are talking all about Legendborn, and we've been preparing for this for quite a long time, so I'm happy this is finally being able to happen. So I'm going to let the people who are with me introduce themselves, and then we will get into the questions. Um, Hi, it's Caroline. I, fittingly enough, I am reading Bloodmarked, which is the sequel to Legendborn, because I finished Legendborn this week, and I've had Bloodmarked for, like, a few months, like a month after it came out, I got it, and so then I started reading it. It's really good. It sounds like you're underwater. <laughs> really? Oh, shoot. Okay, wait. Um... I'm so sorry. Um, uh, I'm Caitlin. Hopefully, it'll come across okay. Maybe I can move for a second. I'm so sorry about that. Um, uh, but hi, guys. I'm Caitlin. Um, I've been reading uh, Legendborn this week um, for um, for this discussion. I've had it for a little while. Um, I got it as a gift, and I've been very excited to read it. And it saved me the perfect reason. So, yeah. hi. Um, I'm Taylor. I kind of just showed up today i haven't been here for a while um but i have been reading this book called the truth about melody brown and it's kind of like a mystery thriller sort of thing i finished that a little bit ago and then i was reading legend born i kind of just like popped on a couple days ago and saw that was what we were reading so i just like bought it and tried to get through as much of it as i could but i've been meaning to read it for forever so i'm really happy that i got it yeah, and I am Honora, and I have also been reading Legendborn this week. I'm not finished with it, but it's okay. I'm I'm planning on it. I also have owned Bloodmark for quite a while, and I plan to keep reading it because I've just been loving it so far. Um, and then someone else will be here when he gets here because his computer died. So getting into the questions. Um um and he's here okay great (laughs) hey okay i've got my playlist great would you like to introduce yourself (laughs) yeah so you can edit that part out hi i'm prithvi and i just read legendborn for this so yeah nice okay so into the first question um just because this book has been out for a while. Was this the first time you read this or was this a reread of the book? It was a reread for me. And if you've like listened to the podcast a lot, you probably know this. Um, (laughs) I read it summer of 2021, I think. Um, So it's been a little while and it it was a good reread because I didn't remember all of it. And it gave me like a good excuse to reread it before going into Bloodmark and being very confused. That is fair. <laughs> um, it was a first read for me. I still haven't finished it, like I said, but I've kind of like 
I got it from the library once and I tried to read it and then my like time ran out and we had to give it back and then I got really annoyed and upset and so I'm really happy that I got to actually go buy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, me too, Taylor. I like started it in maybe like January, read like a couple pages and then got so caught up with things. Um, so this was like the perfect reason. I was like, okay, cool. I can go back to them. Um, so I'm also not finished, unfortunately. Um, but it's been really, really good so far. Yeah, reread for me because I read this last year and I was supposed to read Bloodmark, but that never happened. So this is better for me because I know what's going on again. Yeah, and this is my first time reading it. I've been meaning to read it pretty much since it came out because I've heard like pretty much only good things about it. And I mainly from Caroline. Um, and I just never really got around to reading it until now because someone recommended we do this as um like our next kind of group read and this was a very good idea um but yeah so as I was not the next question as I was not really aware of until I was actually reading it this is kind of a retelling because it uses aspects of Arthurian myths and legends um and did you have an idea that like this was kind of the plot of the book ahead of time or were you learning about it as you were reading it? I think for me I had like the basic I think I knew that it like that it took aspects of the myths from it but I didn't know much about the myths because I don't know I knew like the basics I knew there was a round table I knew like Arthur and Merlin but that's all I really knew so like reading it I did actively learn about the myths but I did know it was like an aspect I'm pretty sure um I think for me I had no idea that that was like what it was about um I don't read a ton of fantasy so like I I don't think I've ever read anything with like based around Arthurian legend um but it was like really Cool, kind of like reading it and discovering like the terms at first like that they were using and like all the different names like legend born and once born and all those things like I had I didn't even know it was from that but then it just sort of like got revealed over time and I don't know I thought it was like I thought it was cool it like took things in a different direction than any other fantasy I've ever read but again I don't read that much fantasy so I don't know maybe that is like super common I didn't know that this book specifically was based off the Arthurian legend, but I've read books based off it before. So I kind of knew a few things like Caroline, just the whole Knights of the Round Table part, but I like the direction the book went. So. Yeah. Is this any better? <laughs> it is better. Okay, thank you. I fixed something in the microphone settings. Thank you so much. <laughs> Sorry guys. Um. I I think I walked in like completely clueless about like when we got started getting to like the parts with the like um like Knights of the Round Table and things like that I was like oh I I don't know why I didn't like like think that was gonna happen from like the back description of the book um but I was so surprised to see it I was like oh oh my gosh and I think it's kind of cool I like it I don't really know much about it but I'm enjoying it mm -hmm. yeah like for <laughs> My dad is really into like the Arthurian myths and legends and things. Um, so I like most of my knowledge comes from um, 
him and like I don't know because he likes telling me various aspects of like who was probably real at one point who's completely made up and who they're like unsure of and there's all sorts of things with that so I have like kind of a baseline idea of the people you know um I made Caitlin watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail with me so she knows like kind of the basic setup of that type of thing so I knew like the myth part but I didn't know that was what this book was going to be about um because Caitlin and I were just talking about this like even looking at the blurb of the book it really doesn't divulge any of that it's just like weird stuff happens at college and you just kind of go with it and you get into it and it just like I don't know it was really cool I never read a book that did it like this and I think it did it really well as you know as much of it I've read so far um but yeah, a bit more general. Um, do you enjoy when books use kind of the modern day settings and connect them with like myths or like histories and stuff like that? A bit broader. I love it. And I mean, like I grew up on Percy Jackson, <laughs> which definitely could have like a basis for that. But I always enjoy it. I don't read it like I don't read a ton. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot out there, but I haven't like fully really looked at like all the myth like modern day myth retellings but I mean I always enjoy them like anything mythology I enjoy yeah honestly I like I thought the connection was really cool like um I totally see why like it's like such a fun like mix of it that like I don't normally read um but like I think it's cool how it like sort of like she was talking about like the two like worlds sort of mixing together like one without magic and then the one with magic um and it was super neat to see like how she like made them like work together like she just like inserted magic into like our world and it didn't feel like super weird I was like oh yeah like this would like make sense it's such a cool like mm -hmm. thing that she managed to like build I don't know it seems like it'd be like tough to do but she made it work really well I'd say I love both like if it's just fantasy in like a whole new world with world building like completely something completely fantasy but also like Caitlin and Caroline said just new worlds mixing together human and the magic world like Percy Jackson and personally I think when like the fantasy in like the modern world genre is like done well I think it's like the best thing ever out of anything but overall I like all of it but when this is done well it's better same I agree I the fantasy that I consistently feel myself like most drawn to is like stuff where it's like the real world and then there's like elements sort of brought into that and I think part of it is because it feels more accessible to me like it's more familiar and so then it's kind of easier to get into the world whereas if it kind of just like throws you straight into like a completely different experience and like all these character names and all these places that you're not familiar with I feel like sometimes it can for me present like somewhat of a barrier to like getting into the story so Stuff like this is my favorite kind of fantasy. Yeah. And I think these types of myths and like use of myths in stories is so interesting because there's like hundreds and hundreds of years they've been around in different interpretations and two different authors could use like the same um, 
group of like mythical characters and have completely different books but they still are like good in their own right and just kind of showing like the aspects different people take I just think that's a really cool thing and it has pretty much you know it's come more into being because of Percy Jackson but you know what I'm happy with that um and I think it's cool of people just like expanding upon that um yeah so the next question we kind of covered a bit so this next question is for Caitlin because you go to Chapel Hill <laughs> um has I don't know because we talked about this a bit this book is set at the college you go to how has this kind of changed the way you kind of look at your school has this added anything kind of to your experience or is it just kind of something cool that there's a fantasy book set at your college um yeah it like I was I wasn't expecting like what it, it said on the back like oh yeah like UNC Chapel Hill I was like oh cool like it's probably just like mentioned and then we're gonna move on into like the world that and then she'd be like walking and going like and then I crossed like this area and like there was this building and I was like oh like that's like it it was insanely accurate too I was really impressed with like like I don't know it was very cool to like um see how like like names of buildings and all those things like um it was kind of like surreal for that but then also I appreciated it a lot because getting here I've learned a lot more about like the history of UNC and I think a lot of like like a lot of people still don't know a bunch of parts about it about like how the university was built like on the system of inequality and like how much slavery played a role in like building the university and like the people that were involved and things like that um is like really notable um and I was glad that I could like learn about it and getting to read it in the book um was cool to see because then hopefully like more people get to know about like that part of the history of the school that like is kind of like suppressed that is like sort of hidden that isn't talked about as much um because it's very important. So that was that was cool to see. I really liked the way that she approached it with like sharing like how, where it was like a location, but she also went into like the important relevant parts of history that need to be talked about. Yeah. And I also think it was interesting because again, a lot of those retellings and things they're set in like New York City or like big cities or completely like fictional real towns and I think this being especially because you know we're from North Carolina I don't know having it be a real world like myth like mythological like influenced book is really cool because it's like oh those are places we've at least like probably driven through before and seen and it's like not I don't know it's not like the big thing kind of around so I don't know I think that was cool thank you Caitlin <laughs> um so the next question, basically for this episode, for anyone listening, we incorporated like two ideas because we knew we wanted to talk about Legendborn and someone came up with an idea where it was like, let's make book playlists for songs that kind of remind us of books and characters. And someone said, why don't we just do a book playlist idea for Legendborn? Um, so that is what we decided to do. And just from kind of talking to people, I know it's a bit all over the place but I still think it's quite fun to just talk about our thought process going into this um but yeah so I'll let people share kind of just 
general some generalizations about songs or playlist things you picked um whether or not you did it just based off of the book as a whole songs that you think represent Brie or maybe like stuff she would listen to or anything like that um yeah so we can kind of get into the playlist part of things so I struggle with this because my music taste it's all over the place but it like (laughs) falls into one very like niche category I listen to a lot of like sad girl music I don't know why I'm fairly happy (laughs) so a lot of the music I listen to I was like this doesn't fit but I found five and I was going like partly off of vibes kind of off of like characters themselves and then I stole one that Tracy Dion used in like an owl crate like Mm -hmm. YA box (laughs) that I think she herself curated um so the first one I have is war pigs by black sabbath because if you listen to the music and you read like the last third of the book the last quarter of the book I think they fit (laughs) I think it fits pretty good pretty well the second one I have is ready for it by Taylor Swift solely for vibes solely for vibes and I was like this was the first song I thought of and I was like this I feel like this fits um the third one is all I really want by Alanis Morissette this one I think fits more to like Bree's character because it's about being like listened to and like not being ignored and not being pushed away just because like it's like you are a person who's kind of like doesn't fully fit in or has different ideas um this one I stole from Tracy Dion is don't touch my hair by Solange um I thought there's literally a line in the book (laughs) um that where like Brie is like don't touch my hair um and so I thought that one was good and then the man by Taylor Swift (laughs) which I think once again if you read the last like fourth of the book it fits so that's that's my list mostly vibes kind of character all over the place (laughs) Awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna say the man that's a good choice it's very interesting but yeah I think I was mostly character focused on like Brie for my playlist because most songs I'd say are like focused on the singer or they're singing about someone else so I think it was easier for me to pick songs that way so like my first choice kind of an obvious one was like who is she and I know it was kind of popular on TikTok it was by iMonster so that one for obvious reasons no one has any idea who Brie is including herself and then so my songs are like probably a bit more all over the place than Caroline's so I went with Clocks by Coldplay purely for vibes and like the way I guess the crescendo matches the pace of the book and then also I chose Run This Town by Jay-Z, Rihanna, for, I guess, the way Brie just comes into the book in UNC Chapel Hill and literally runs that town. And then I chose Are You All Good by Breathe. It's not that popular, but I think you'll get it if you listen to it. And then I chose Survivor by Destiny's Child kind of for Bree's like past and the way like her whole lineage has been through a ton of stuff and then again two more songs that kind of represented her I chose Maniac by Michael Cimbello and then She's So Gone from Lemonade Mouth so I felt like that fit and then also Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat it's a great song I think that also represents her 
And then my last one was Starcrossed by Casey Musgraves. And I feel like that kind of represents her and Cell in a way. They always dance around each other. So, yeah. Okay, I can go next. So I like jumped all around. I did some that was like character based. I did some that was like vibes. Some of it was like things that made sense to me with like the order and like the fantasy parts of everything. So like in terms of that, I had like a couple songs. It's it's really all over the place, but like there's one song by Concrete Blonde, Bloodletting, which is like a kind of like vampire vibe sort of thing, but it just really fit the vibes of like the order and sort of like the culty-ish kind of nature of it and like that kind of thing. And like um I the theme music to like one of my favorite TV shows, The Haunting of Hill House, which is like a horror kind of thing, also really fit the vibe of when they're describing all the like rituals and things like that. Um and um then I kind of like I had several songs that um kind of like fit into like Brie talking about like all of the racism that she experienced like from the order and like the microaggressions and like UNC's history and especially because there was like that historical aspect of things um there were several like songs that popped into my head like a lot of James Brown um James Brown's music from like the 1960s and 70s so like songs like I'm Black and I'm Proud or like Aretha Franklin and Respect, especially because like talking about like her relationship with her dad and him, like like just a lot of stuff um, came up that reminded me sort of like of some older songs. And then um, then just because Brie is like such a strong character, um, a couple of things like Survivor came up, um, Reputation. Um, also, this song called Shadow Boxer by Fiona Apple, which is like just a really lovely song that I love in general. But all of it kind of like captures Bree's like really strong character. Um, and then this is so random, but because there's like the college vibe and like because like she's kind of talking about like parties and being at UNC and whatever, like I put Sweet Caroline on there because I feel like it just sort of shows up everywhere. Like I don't. I don't know. I just have never been in a social situation where Sweet Caroline didn't get played. So I thought of college and then I thought of that because, yeah, but that's kind of my list. No, those are all such good picks. I love that. Honestly, it gets played all the time here, all of the time. <laughs> so that is like, that's perfect. Um, I also had, I was, <laughs> Caroline. <laughs> it's everywhere um but um I also had like super all over the place picks and I'm so sorry I like some of them were like character based and then some of them were like moments or like symbol type of things um like one of them um that I thought of for like I guess it was sort of like it's sort of sounds like like a song about grief and it has a like almost like Arthurian type of like um metaphor I guess in it I I picked Sword from the Stone by Passenger um because it's like kind of talking about like how like you're going through trouble like um and like having a really hard time and then it's like I tried but I can't pull the sword from the stone and I was like oh that's kind of like the maybe like some of the myths or something um but I had that one 
And then more to describe like Brie and her strength, I picked Stop This Flame by Celeste. Um, it sort of like talks about like how people are constantly telling her to stop, but she keeps going and like she has the spark in her and no one's going to stop her. Um, so I thought that that was fitting for for Brie, um, the way she keeps pushing, even when people are telling her not to, to keep going. Um, and then I looked at... Um, like the, like this was so random but the scene where they um all get mesmered and they're all like being like walking in the dark and like trying to find where they're going um I thought of dancing in the dark by Imagine Dragons um and it sort of like has a similar like um like theme of like um sort of like feeling like isolation like when Brie first gets there and she um isn't getting to see Alice as much like sort of just like going through the motions trying to find her way through this new place type of thing um and then I did <laughs> I threw Viva La Vida on there for like some of the like the like King Knights theme because I was like just what popped in my head when they started getting into like the um the mythology and things like that um and then the last one I picked was um Superheroes by the script um which also sort of like um talks about like people who are getting like beat down but then continue to be strong like having bravery and things like that in them um and um continuing to do like what they feel is the right thing I guess but yeah they're kind of crazy sorry all right so we have the zoom countdown clock so I'm gonna answer and then we're gonna do the last question as more of almost like a lightning round because it's very basic. Um, so my list is quite small. I know I fumbled and I'm the person leading this discussion. Um, but music is always like kind of hard for me to assign because I literally do everything based on vibes. Um, and I have a couple of, of overlaps, but the first main one I had was Tightrope by Janelle Monet. And kind of when I was listening to it, it's one of those things where you could kind of picture um like in a college movie of like a montage or something where they're just like walking through campus and doing stuff like that. And it's literally pure vibes. I also, I think along with Caroline, I also had Don't Touch My Hair by Solange. I think that's like a good kind of song representation for the character as well as for the book. Um, and then I also found that same Owl Crate playlist. <laughs> um, and I, you know, because we've both mentioned it, I will link it in the show notes for below for people listening, as well as a playlist encompassing all of our recommendations um, to listen to. Um, but one of the ones I found in there, again, just for total vibes is Misery Business by Paramore, just because I like that song and vibes. Um, and I also found Reputation on there. And I was looking through multiple lists and one that came up a bunch of times was Demons by Imagine Dragons, which I, I don't know, I think that's pretty decent. But at the same time, I think that's kind of like an obvious <laughs> one because demons and hiding, you know, all of that stuff. And I was looking a bit more deeper into the lyrics and I see that as kind of, um, you know, trying to hide from people and hiding like your true intentions and emotions and things like that. And I think that's kind of a lot of what she was doing where she was kind of sneaking into the order just to try to get information on what happened to her mother. So that's mine. So final question, kind of lightning round thing, which I'm going to split 
into kind of two parts. One, um, where it's like, if you haven't finished the book, do you plan on finishing it? In general, like, do you plan on reading Bloodmarked? If you haven't already, Caroline, I guess you can, <laughs> you know, if there's going to be a third one, would you read that? <laughs> but yeah. Obviously, I'm already reading Bloodmarked. Um, but it, I think she, I was looking at her like FAQs on her website and she said it's going to be a trilogy. So I will read the third one when it comes out in like three years. So I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, I like this is my I haven't finished um, Legendborn yet, but I'm planning on it because um, it has been so good. I've been like getting like sucked into it um and i'm hoping to also read um the sequel as well that would be super cool and the third sequel if that <laughs> when that comes out eventually hopefully i'll be <laughs> caught up by then yeah i will definitely be reading bloodmarked i should have like a year ago but hopefully that happens soon so. um i will for sure read it absolutely i love when there's a series because then it gets easier because i don't have to like take the energy to find a new book to read I just already know what to expect and yes I am planning on finishing reading Legendborn Born, and I have owned Bloodmark for several months now so I feel like might as well read it um but I genuinely want to just because this has been a lot of fun um yeah thank you guys for all being here welcome back to Taylor it was lovely to see you as part of you know part of the group discussion today um and just thank you everyone being here and giving up a little piece of your sunday especially with exams and all the scary times that are upon us as we enter into may um but yeah thank you so much guys thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed go down to the show notes where you will find the link to last not last week's, but the last episode we've did, we've had a tiny bit of a hiatus due to exam season. Um, April 16th interview with Irene Chow about the second book in her series, The Herb Witch Princess. We will be back next week with all sorts of things, and there's going to be all sorts of interviews and episodes throughout the month of May, and hopefully over the summer as well. Thank you so much. And as always, I'm Nora Quinn, and this is On the Shelf.